Welcome to the Exchange Podcast. I am your host, Floyd Boykin Jr. Welcome. This is a special edition podcast. Uh, just a brief podcast. I wanted to give you all some love. We haven't really been recording this month, uh, and the season is coming to an end. But I wanted to give a little bit of uh, uh, um, a little bit of a show to you all, a podcast for you all. Uh, but we and, um, and we will be recording one more episode leading into the for our season finale or season four. It's been this is this right here. This podcast here is number seventy five. So we have had seventy five podcasts, man. It's, it's, it's amazing. But um, today I wanted to talk about something very very important in reference to relationships, healthy relationships, and I don't think we talk about this enough uh, within. Uh, within the construct of an actual relationship. But today we're talking about listening. It's okay to do so. <laughs> listening. It's okay to listen. Learn to listen. Whatever you want to call it, but it's about listening. So when you're in a relationship, man, one of the uh, important things within a relationship in terms of communication is actually listening to your partner when he or she may be talking to you. And the thing about listening, uh, a lot of us think we are good listeners and we come to find out that we're not really good listeners. A lot of times we are listening to respond or listening with judgment or listening for, you know, to, for a pause so that you can talk about whatever it is you want to talk about or we change subjects. And so when you're dealing with a relationship and, and these are, um, this listening can go if you're face-to-face or if you're on the phone, however it is, you know, and you can apply these to, to friendship and family as well, but so I'm primarily talking about, of course, your relationship with your significant other. When you're listening, do not listen with the intent of waiting to respond or, or to react. You don't want to do either of those. You want to listen, you know, to actually comprehend when you're, when you're, um, your mate is, is speaking with you and listening and be attentive uh, act like you're actually interested and hopefully you are interested in what they're saying but you know it, one way to make a person feel like what they're saying does not matter is if you're not listening or if it, it seems like what you say doesn't matter you know if you change the subject uh, while the person's talking about it, they're going to feel like well what you're saying it doesn't doesn't matter or they may even feel like well, your words, uh, um, uh, for instance, my words are not as important to what you have to say, you know. So you got to kind of pay attention because I think we could, we kind of just go on with our, our regular lives and don't necessarily think about that kind of stuff when we're talking with, with our mates. And we don't know that that could possibly be affecting the communication with with the mate sometimes they may you may notice that a mate may uh shut down or not talk as much because it seems like whenever um whenever you're talking they interrupt or they make it about them or you know or they change the subject or or they tear you down so much while you're trying to talk you can barely get your thought your thought out so you want to make sure you don't listen to, uh, to respond or react um but to understand 
uh, you don't listen or, or when you're waiting for a pause because that that comes across as if you're not interested in what the, what your mate was talking about. So say you're talking and then there's a pause and then you just kind of jump in and start talking about something else that really sounds like, okay, I don't care what you're talking about. And sometimes you'll have a mate that say that, you know, hey, I'm not finished talking or, or, or they may stop communicating uh, effectively because they feel like they're not, they can't get what they need to, um, uh, to get out. Or you may have a situation where, where you're talking, whatever you're talking about, that individual may make everything about them. Or say you're trying to tell someone, you said to tell your significant other about uh, your day or uh, something that make you feel badly today or what have you. And as you're talking, that person will try to, I think they try to um, relate and sometimes relating to everything that someone's saying is not necessary. They just want you to, to listen. I mean, I have several friends and family members that, you know, if I'm talking, they'll, they'll jump in and, and they'll show, you know, I guess they're trying to, like I said, to relate to what you're saying. So they'll, they'll make a statement that makes it about them, you know, but sometimes that goes on a little bit longer so then no longer is the conversation about what you initially uh started talking about it becomes some it becomes their conversation now you're the one listening so like so if you're in a relationship with someone just try to be conscious of that because you want your significant other to feel valued you want to them to feel uh, we want them to feel like um, what they say matters, their opinions matter. Uh, you also want to make sure you're doing the same thing to, uh, to them. So, you know, uh, hopefully they're doing the same thing to you, I should say, uh, so that that healthy com- and effective communication is taking place. Um, now sometimes subject changes take place where, where the person may not even acknowledge um, what you were talking about. And so sometimes... That may make a person feel like, oh, they don't even care what, what, what I was talking about. You know, now some people, when they're talking, they'll say, well, you know, uh, uh, changing the subject for a moment, and then they come back. I think that's cool. You know, uh, it can be cool as uh, long as you actually come back to it, but to the conversation. But I, I know several people that do that, you know, but at least they're, when they do that, they're giving an acknowledgement that they're changing the subject. And, and, and even though they're not saying this, uh, they are letting you know, hey, what you had to say is important, uh, but uh, I, I just want, this came to mind, I needed to say this, and, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, you know, or whatever your, your language is when you're talking to them, but at least the other person that's hearing this know that you are coming back to the conversation, so I think that's cool. Some people will change and never even flinch on what you're, what you're saying, and in a relationship, that's, you know, that could become very problematic when you don't feel valued uh, by your your mate or your spouse or your partner, you know. So we want to make sure we're all conscious of We all do it. So these ain't no rules for, like, specific people. I think we all do that at some point in our relationships. Uh, sometimes um, some people do it more than others. But if we're paying a little bit more attention to how we communicate with our mates and how they feel within uh, that conversation, I think we will have healthier communication, more uh, more people being more vulnerable within a conversation 
because they feel like they're in a safe space and a caring space. Um, also, allow your partner to finish a thought. Uh, don't try to dissect every every word or every phrase or every every time you make a, a statement, you jump in and being very combative or, or trying to dispute what the person's saying, you know, because that gets old really quickly. <laughs> and then uh, and then you kind of lose sight of what what's actually trying to be said because the person is dissecting you so so much, dissecting every little things that you say, everything that you say that it's kind of hard to really make a, a solid point when you keep getting interrupted and you got to explain, you know, uh, every sentence that you say. So when, when if you're in a relationship and you do that kind of thing, try try not to. Try to allow the person to speak. I don't even think it's a bad idea to, like, if you really, if you're on the phone anyway, if you're on the phone and you're talking, jot down, you know, if you got something that you want to come back to and, and ask a question, I, I don't think it's a bad idea to jot, jot down um, some of those questions so you won't forget the question, but also that you don't interfere with your mate trying to get whatever they need to get out too because both voices matter, so we have to come across as both, you know, both people need to express themselves and we want to respect each other when we're, when we're having these conversations because respect is a, is a major thing. Um, in, in, of course, any relationship. And I've been in relationships before where the person dissect everything too. That just turns into an argument because you get very frustrated because the person uh, keeps interrupting you and don't allow you to actually get your thoughts out. So try your best to allow your partner to actually finish the thought. Now, now, in saying that, there's going to be time when we jump in and we do interrupt stuff. That that will happen. I think that's the natural flow of conversations. But when it's habitual and, and you're constantly doing it, that's not cool. And 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 like I said, that's going to really put a burden on the um, uh, on your relationship in terms of that communication. Um, let your partner know that your thoughts are just as important as theirs. And in saying that, like for instance, if you're if 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 you're talking, if you're my lady and you're talking, and then I interrupt you by saying, "Oh, well, let me get this thought out," and I say whatever my thought was because I don't want to forget my thought, and I tell you I don't want to forget my thoughts, even though you didn't physically say it to this person, but you're kind of saying that it doesn't matter what your thought is at this very moment, or even if you remember your thought, I need to get my thought out before I forget it. You know, so let me talk and hopefully you remember your stuff. And so that is another form of that devaluing um, the relationship in reference to uh, communications and your thoughts and things like that. And you don't want your mate to feel devalued at any time. You want to uplift your, your partner. You want to encourage your partner. You want them to always feel like it's a safe space to talk to you, you know. Now, mind you, you know, sometimes it may be a little difficult to achieve that, um, but it's still worth trying. And it means so much with the effort of trying to be a better communicator and better listener than not doing it at all. Uh, so yeah, that is something that you definitely want to look, uh, look into. So now, of course, I always go online and I get some information online. Uh, so I am on this website called lovehealgrow.com 
That's a dope name, I must say. And these are some uh, what they said to how to become a better listener uh, and not just a talker uh, or not being self-absorbed or self-centered where everything is about you when you're talking. You kind of, you know, this is how, how to become a better listener. So one, if this is face-to-face, pay attention to body language. Now, this particular tip applies to not only your partner's body language, but also your own. It is important to take note of how your partner is sitting and what their body language is saying because this can help you to better understand their feelings. You know, so that this is what this article is saying. It says, as for your own body language, you want to make sure that your partner sees that you are listening to them. Uh, it says, for example, if uh, if I'm talking to my partner about something that has been bothering me and they're facing away from me and looking around the room at other things, I'm not going to feel listened to. What you want to do is show your partner that you care about what they're saying and you care about them and their concerns, which is a very, very valid point. Um, number two on this list, listen to learn, not reply. So while debate classes in school may help us have an interesting conversation that explore different topics and perspectives that can really do us a disservice if we begin to apply that debate structure to any conversation. And in the debate, you aren't really listening to your opponent as much as you are looking for cues and opportunities to get your side of the argument in. So it goes on to say that this is an incredibly bad practice when you're having a conversation with your partner. Rather than listening to build your, uh, your own defense, focus on listening to your partner to learn about them. The best thing about having conversations with your partner is getting to learn more about them. So next time you're listening to your partner, really listen and better understand their perspective without searching for ways to counter it. Very solid information. I like this site, lovehillgrow.com. I'm digging it. Number three, focus on the speaker. So being a good listener requires you to, uh, being a good listener requires you to, well, actually listen. I know, big revelation there, but it is harder to do than people think. Actually listening to someone means focusing on them and what they are saying. This means no distraction. This this can be incredibly difficult for many of us, especially because of a a lot of us are raised doing many things at one time. Um, But making the effort to show your partner that you are devoting all of your attention to listening to them can instantly make you seem like the best listener ever. So we all got to pay attention to to, uh, all of it. These skills are very helpful to to everyone. You know, I'm I'm taking in this as well. and like I said, we all do what, what I talked about earlier. We all do it at some point. And so we just got to pay attention to make sure that it's not so frequently where it seems like we really don't care what our partner is saying. All right. Number four, paraphrase to acknowledge your partner's feelings. So paraphrasing is an incredibly uh, useful tool that can help reassure your partner that you're listening and actually hearing them. And not only that, paraphrasing your partner's concerns helps them to know that you are hearing what they are intending to say and not misinterpreting or misunderstanding something which can help avoid future conflicts. Now, that's very important. Just make sure you're actually listening 
<laughs> and that you're actually understanding. Because how many times have you been in a conversation with someone and you call yourself paraphrasing what they said and you were just like dead wrong? It was just wasn't <laughs> what what they were trying to say at all. We we've all done that. You know, we probably were multitasked on thinking about something else, maybe what we were gonna cook tonight or Maybe we're thinking about exercising or some music or whatever the case, uh, but we've all done that. Um, it goes on to say that you can also use paraphrasing to make sure that you are accurately understanding your partner's feelings as well as their words. Uh, that being said, it is important to use paraphrasing only as a starting point. After you have paraphrased your partner's feelings or words, make sure that you're taking the time to add your own thoughts as well and this keeps your partners from feeling like they're talking to a parrot. All right. <coughs> I think I got, how many more I have? I think I got eight, well, looks like three more. All right, the next one is, number five, listening does not mean problem solving. You cannot say that again, y'all. Listening does not mean problem solving. Honestly, listening is really hard. Many of us feel that when our partners are talking to us about our concern, or about a concern of theirs, that we immediately need to fix it. And while a lot of the times we should be working with our partners to address any concerns or issue that comes up, being a good listener suspends the problem solving process. So sometimes our partners don't need anything fixed. Sometimes they simply want to know that they are heard and acknowledged by their partner. So while you are listening to your partner, focus on actually listening to them. The problem solving can come later and it can be done together. We all should take note to that because I know we all do that. You know, somebody uh, uh, mentioned, I know I've done it many times in conversation where someone is permitting uh, uh, or uh, um, someone is letting me know about something and then I ask a question for clarity and the answer and then you kind of go back and forth where you're just trying to understand uh, and you kind of put it in the place where you're trying to I guess critique or even judge judge what's being said and we've all done that you know I've, I try my best not to do that but I still fall short sometimes in that category as well um, number six listen without judgment can we do that y'all listen without judgment Okay, completely suspending judgment can be extremely difficult, especially if you are listening to your partner address something about you or something you did. Many of us may feel the need to defend ourselves or bring up our own concerns with our partners in order to shift the focus off of us. This is, however, not being a good listener. Rather than jumping to your own defense or going to the offensive, try encouraging your partner to speak with I statements this immediately takes away a lot of the perceived blame and lets both of you focus on your partner's feeling. I get that 100%, you know. Um, a lot of times when someone said they want to express something to you, we immediately put our guards up anyway. And so now we're in defense mode when someone's really just trying to express themselves. So uh, that is very good information. Um, the last one, um, is, well, actually, it's one more. I, I'll read that one as well. But say, emphasize with your partner. Uh, all right, all of the tips above aren't going to help if you aren't wanting to listen to your uh, to your partner. And we mean actually listen to them without waiting for our chance to offer a counterpart. 
being an actual good listener requires that you not only listen to the words that your partner is saying, but also actively try to understand their perspective. This can be incredibly difficult, especially if you feel that you need to defend yourself. But the truth is, to be a better listener, you need to emphasize, emphasize, uh, empathize, I'm sorry. You need to empathize with your partner and truly understand their point of view and their feelings. So empathize with your partner is what it says. And the last thing that they mention here is talk to a therapist. I was gonna read that one the first, but I was curious to know what they said. So a professional therapist can be an incredible uh, resource to not only help you work through the tips mentioned above, but also provide additional and more personalized strategies that can help you be a better listener to your uh, in your specific relationship. Now it's important to note that good communication is a two-way street where both members of the relationship need to practice good listening skills. So if you are the only one working to improve, talking to a therapist can also help you to discover ways that you can talk to your partner about your concerns. So there you have it, you all. Listening. That's the name of this podcast for uh, for the Exchange Podcast. I think it's very, very important that we all learn to practice listening in, in, in our relationships. And, and like I said, this is talking about, you know, a healthy relationship that you're in with your partners or what have you. But it also can be applied to friendships, family, at work, everything, you know, uh, these things are important. So I hope you got something out of this podcast uh, today. We just think that listening is a very important thing. We always talking about healthy relationships and listening is a very part, a very big part of that process. So my name is Floyd Boykin Jr. You've been listening to the Exchange Podcast, episode 75, I believe. Um, and you want to make sure that you be kind, be respectful, have fun. And learn something amazing. Until next time, be peaceful and continue to thrive.